0: Okay, we were in sync on that one in my ear. So I'm just going to take it as we were in sync for the people's too. And if we okay. weren't, you know what? Fight me. <laughs> Anyways, it's hard. We're there's a zoom lag, okay? Yes. The zoom lag is real, friends. It is real. It is a real thing. And it feels like we're going to be on Zoom forever now because lockdowns stop. stop extending. I will not be on Zoom forever. I need to get the vaccine. Okay, I, I just need to get t- vaccinated ASAP. Listen, I know you haven't introduced the podcast, so hey, y'all, what's up? Welcome back. Nice to meet you. We're just getting,
1: we're just getting right into it. We're
0: getting right into it because I need to talk about being vaccinated. I want to get the vaccine, but here's why I don't want to get the vaccine, because I'm very scared of needles. And so I will get the vaccine, and I want to get the vaccine. There's <laughs> no doubt. But the question is, can there be an anesthesiologist there who can put me under <laughs> for this vaccine? Because I'm scared that if I look at it, I'm not going
1: to make it. I'm right there with you. I was actually talking to a few friends about this the other day. I am bad with needles. I'm terrible. I'm the worst with needles. Mm. I will cry every time. Sorry. And so I've just expected the fact that I'm getting this vaccine. I want this vaccine. But there will be tears. I will openly sob. I will warn my nurse or whoever is giving it to me. I'll be like, just listen. Yeah. Keep talking to me mm-hmm. and distract me. Don't count it down. Don't give me any of this nonsense. I don't want to know when you're sticking the needle on my arm. I just want you to do it. And just so you know, there will be mild panic followed by crying. <laughs> <laughs> like a point blank to so Just tell them that. Because there's yeah. no
0: way around it. Like, can my mummy be there when I get it? That's the question. I need to be holding her hand. I cannot, if I swear, I swear if I look at this needle, I don't want to be shown this needle. I don't even need to, I need to be, some people have put it on their Instagram of the needle going into their arm. If I see that, there's no, (laughs) I cannot do that. I just need to, like, eyes shut, look away. Yeah. I just, it's not happening. I I can't look at it. Otherwise, it's endgame. Yeah, I'm gonna be like Hulk in there.
1: <laughs> it's really bad gonna... when you know that I want to be a medical professional. <laughs> I like I can, I can look at needles. It's just the fact of it going into, into. my arm. Like just, yeah. I don't know what it is about it. It's they don't yeah. call them irrational fears for nothing. Okay.
0: Listen, and people, they're like, "Oh, but it's quick pain." I'm like, "But I don't like feeling the pain when it's there." You still have mm-hmm. to experience it, even if it's for five seconds. But you see, it's not. As I think about it, after I
1: just said it, it's a, it's an irrational fear. It's, I guess it's an irrational fear to like be scared of to look at a needle, mm-hmm. but it's not really that much of a rational fear. F- ir- if irrational fear to not want to get needles because pain yeah. is
0: involved. That is true. But, take getting your blood drawn, is a completely different experience. And it's, I find it's way less painful than getting, like, a needle to the arm. I've never gotten my blood drawn.
1: I did tell this story. This is going to expose me, but it's fine. <laughs> I had to get a, a, a PET scan or something for um, once. And <clears throat> they have to inject dye in your arm so that they can, like, see, right? Interesting. So, like, it'd be like getting a um, an IV in your arm. And they just oh. inject it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I, the lady, the nurse, she was so nice. She was her. You know, giving me the the needle for the dye. And mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. Because there's like three different sizes. Of, there was like the adult one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, somewhere in the middle. And then like a baby, like an infant needle. They mm-hmm. get to children. Like mm-hmm. fetuses, right?
0: Yeah.
1: I was crying and I couldn't do it I was having a full-on panic moment I was like "Mm, just give me a minute and she was like you know what we can use the baby one it'll hurt less uh and it'll it'll just be like a little pain and so I got I needed to get the infant needle honestly I was like 16
0: girl I support you because me listen listen it's, really nice about that. It, it's but... just that it's the idea that there's a metal stick going into your body and it's cold so you know it's there and you can feel it and mm-hmm. it's not a good time and oh you know why i'm also like i can't handle any more needles is because the procedure i got done on my foot it was called mm-hmm. needling and he went in and like inserted a needle like 17 times into my foot Oof. it was so i never I'm, I'm good with staying away for needles I've oh, always been scared of needles, though. Like, always. Like a good chunk of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, from infancy. When I think about you it, you know? But I feel <laughs> like they make it they make it okay when you get it done at school. You know when you have to get done for school, and so they bring in the people, and they give you, like, the biscuits and cookies, and biscuits, biscuits and cookies are the same thing. They give you the biscuits, yeah. and they give you the juice, and you sit, and you're like, yes, I'm missing class, and all I had to do yeah. was get in something pushed into my arm excuse me i
1: will say i remember when we got our seventh grade shots and Mm -hmm. um i cried and everyone was looking at me like are you okay i'm like yeah i'm just having a moment (laughs) (laughs) yeah just me like a couple minutes i'll be back (laughs) we'll be ready to go on the mat eating my cookie just crying
0: (laughs) 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 That's so iconic. I'm <laughs> really
1: exposing <laughs> myself this week, but.
0: That's so brilliant. That's so brilliant. I really love that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I of feel course. better because that will be me getting the COVID 19 vaccine. Anyways.
1: <laughs> but, <if laughs> like, you like can I'm just going to. Get your vaccine, guys. Very
0: important. Yes. If we ever normal. get them, at the rate Canada's going.
1: There's, I heard something about getting more vaccines weekly from Pfizer like soon the number is gonna go up we'll be getting a lot more yeah weekly then we are i don't know what the exact number is so i don't want to miss yeah
0: speech. and i hope this is that's but true
1: according to what i heard we 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 would be on track for what canada's plans were or whatever because mm-hmm. yes, right what like we were like because it was like an ambitious goal or whatever we'd have like 90 percent mm-hmm. Or something, 80 or something like that, vaccinated by August. And they're like, Whoa. right now it doesn't mm-hmm. seem
0: possible. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. I also, yeah, that's true. That's true. I also heard that this is going to become like a yearly thing that we're going to have to get these vaccines every year, which is something I'm not excited about. But also, <laughs> I'm like, I was really excited for Johnson Johnson. I was like, it's going to be a one and done. We're going to vibe. And then they're like, everybody under 50, we've seen some people get blood clots. And I'm like, yeah. So, it's 30 and younger, I think. 30 and younger might be it. And, like, yeah, that's not what I wanted to hear. So, that means I might have to go and get it <laughs> twice, but it, it, which it is unfortunate.
1: More than likely will be a yearly thing, because it'll be like getting your flu shot.
0: Mm, I don't like that. Even though I know a
1: lot of people don't get their flu shot, uh, it's just that the flu's been around like longer so like we have Mm -hmm. it's less present it doesn't spread as wildly but like like covid covid uh, is different beasts so
0: that is true not gonna lie i've never gotten my flu shot i have don't come for me the first time i went to the doctor for a checkup was when i was 18 so yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know what interesting progress yeah but i mean my family just, no, doctors are a no-no. Like, my dad, he's another story, that child. <laughs> love you. He's not going to listen to this. <laughs> we love to support Let's him. be honest. Let's be honest. He's not listening to it.
1: That's the okay. only
0: person that religiously listens to my podcast is Colleen, as she a should. Colleen
1: as she should. Thank you, Colleen. We know you're listening. Love you the most. If she is. Maybe she's not. Mm, she definitely is, because then I would just embarrass myself. By talking to no
0: one, <laughs> so now she has to listen. There's she no has option.
1: to at least listen to this section, yeah. where I'm telling her I love her the most because it's true,
0: I do. Yeah, I told her I needed. She needed to listen to the last one because I called her out on that one. I don't know if she's listened to it, because she hasn't called. Because she hasn't told me that she's listened to it. And I feel like that's something she would tell me because I explicitly Cause you, called her out. You yeah. called her out. You called the shots and that. Yeah, listen. Uh, about the Cheetos. Yeah. Since then. She, she did not stop eating what she does.
1: The behaviors remained the
0: same. The call out did nothing. No progress. No progress. But listen, I also don't know if she's listened to it. So if she hasn't listened to it, then really, I she didn't hear me call her out. She just kept doing the behavior she was doing because right. publicly, I didn't call her. But anyways. <laughs> I have to like hide my snacks now from everyone. I take all my snacks to my room, <laughs> mm-hmm. and my mom. Well, you know how my mom is like, no food in your room. This is how the insects come. I mean, it's not. yeah, <laughs> but like, it's not. I've I've you know I've taken food to my room. They haven't really come. It's not like whole herds. But anyways, like she makes it out to seem. Mm-hmm. But now I take snacks to my room because that's the only way that I get to eat them as if know. they're if they're hidden in my general general vicinity general area my space my space is it the, no <laughs> we
1: weren't alive early enough to be using my space so. that is true but we were but alive for my space like when we were alive but we weren't old enough to use it so. that is true okay. anyways moving on <clears throat> the oscars are tonight <laughs>
0: The Oscars are tonight. I don't know why I felt don't... the need to sing that, but you're welcome. <laughs> that was really good. Wow. Can we just get a round of applause? Thank you. Thank you. That's For the brilliant. future
1: Oscar winner herself, hopefully. Oh.
0: <laughs> Let's be... <laughs> Knock mean... on
1: wood. Knock on wood.
0: I don't want to be. I'm manifesting a lot of my career goals on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I First, should. I was like, I I'm going to be on James Corden. I'm going to be.
1: It's okay. It'll make it that. It'll make the win that much better, and exactly. the OG fans will be able to pull up these clips and be like, "Manifestation when... does work." Yes, it does. You called it. I
0: mean, well, listen. You've proved that manifestations work for you, Manifestation Nation. That's what. Hey, it you worked sure? that time. Every time i said it, it didn't work. <laughs> it just flowed off the tongue on that one. I felt like it did. It did indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways. <gasps> I haven't watched any of the movies that are nominated. I don't
1: even know it's nominated. (laughs) I know one movie that's nominated, and that's because when I go onto Netflix, it's right there, and it says (laughs) 2021 Oscar nominee.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a lot of people. I feel the ones I was proudest of was White Tiger getting a nomination. We love to see it. We love to see it. Soul...
1: Oh, oh yeah nominated.
0: i knew that was nominated i hope that one wins it's
1: really diversity <laughs> diversity why
0: am i singing today
1: i don't know you're just in a show any mood apparently
0: yeah it's because i it's because of the videos i watched before this which i told you about and i'm not going to expose mm. myself on this podcast hey. but, <laughs> but you- <laughs> it was also a really emotional video <laughs> people <laughs> were crying louis was crying <laughs> We were all Close yourself. But who's the Louis I'm talking? Yeah, okay, listen, if Louis you know me, Litton. you know who I'm talking. Okay. <laughs> I just expressed you. <laughs> I was trying to be mysterious and then Laura's was like it's straight into the mic. She was like, It's Louie Tomlinson.
1: Okay, but for <laughs> that's me... that's who she was watching. <laughs> as a viewer, for me as a viewer, I would think um the only Louis that would come to mind is the Kate his, and is Prince Louis.
0: <gasps> he had the cutest birthday photo. So adorable. He looked exactly like George on his bike. Okay. <laughs> so happy. Oh yeah. Like, Kate giving so, me the photos I need. Not relevant. So but.
1: like as so like I was thinking mm, me as a viewer it would be Prince Louis and that would be weird if there was crying in the video.
0: For a child, oh, I mean, he's three, so he cries I mean, so often. Like,
1: but how would that be emotional to for for you as a viewer? He just do you like Thomas watching crying? kids cry?
0: No. Oh, no. well, I'm.
1: Not gonna, was it because he was sad or was he having a fit? You know, I don't know. So I just that's not the question.
0: I just felt the need to expose you. She was watching Louis Tomlinson. Okay, and maybe I should specify. I'm not just watching random videos of Louis Tomlinson. <laughs> Only at three AM. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, only at three (laughs) AM. Yeah. Sorry, Harry Styles is my three AM. I shouldn't really lie here. (laughs) This is an honest podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I just exposed myself, so... Exactly, so, I mean, it's only fair. I watch Harry... Harry Styles is, like, the person... You know when you're, like, on Instagram and, like, your explore feed? Like, I go down a rabbit hole at 12 a.m. with Harry Styles. Fair enough. As you should. As everyone should. Yeah, I mean, Harry Styles. And I think I've already said this, but I just want to be friends with him. I just... Me too. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like we'd be great friends. He seems like a nice guy... Yeah. You know? So, but it was him, it was Louis Thomas on The X Factor, and it was, like, his best moments on The X Factor. And, yeah, it was a, he was crying, the contestants were crying, I was crying, we were all just crying. It was (laughs) a cry circle. It it really was a cry circle. But anyways, but moving on from that, (laughs) I don't even know what we were, we're Oscars. Oscars. Okay.
1: Nominees.
0: Yeah. Lots of diversity. We love to see it. Two okay. female directors nominated this year. Yay, that's so good. So progress. Yay! I don't know what we one. should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we're we're glad to see it. We're happy to see it. Mm-hmm. But here's my the rant my sister has. And I mean like I kinda do agree with her. She's saying let me list off the movies that were nominated this year and give you, like, a somewhat of a description of okay. what they were about. I'll just go to the best picture category. The father. No idea.
1: Just... Oh, I know what that one's about. Okay, wait, wait. <coughs> Fill me in.
0: I, I don't know what it's about. Okay.
1: So, I'm pretty sure Anthony Hopkins is the mm-hmm. main character. Mm-hmm. And he plays a father, obviously, that is... Yeah. Slipping away to dementia, and it's like his or Alzheimer's or something like that. And it's his perspective that you're seeing the movie from, and um, he doesn't know what's happening. Like no one, obviously, he doesn't know what's mm-hmm. happening. He's losing his m- memory slowly, and like you have to go through that experience with him and his family. So, but I heard Marilyn Dennis talking about it on the radio because. Chum that FM. woman
0: has been on the radio for years. Good on her. A long time, yes.
1: Um, because Chum FM, you know, my go-to yeah. radio station, mm-hmm. uh, just for the male.
0: Yeah. <laughs> listen, I'm gonna expose myself. Mocha hit different on, in the mornings.
1: It, they do. They're very good too. When there's commercials and I or a song I don't want to listen to, I'll I'll switch to ninety-eight point one or ninety-nine anyways understand. back to Marilyn. she said um it was a difficult movie to watch and that her and her husband couldn't finish watching it um because really? her her i guess what her father or someone in her life had that had dementia and so like mm-hmm. she had that experience and so she was like it's it's difficult it's difficult to watch but it was very good yeah
0: yeah absolutely but so there was that one Judas and the Black Messiah, which was obviously about the Black Panthers and that time in American history. Mank, that one's pretty, that's just about people in Hollywood, Um, not too bad. Then Minari, that's about, I want to say, I don't want to get it wrong, I think it's a Korean family, but I could be, I don't know why I think it's Korean, but for some reason I don't want to get that wrong because it's really offensive if I did, so let me check it now to make sure. It's Korean. Bless my soul. Korean American, um, and they're you know they're experienced <clears throat> moving is to it America. An film
1: or no? Say it's that again for me. Is it an international film or
0: yeah. no? It's American. No, no, no. Yeah, um, and then Nomadland, which oh. we all know because it's been sweeping, um, which is about oh again I think it's like a woman's experience and her husband died and then so she decides to take all her stuff and move into a van. And go across, yeah, a woman in her 60s who, after losing everything in the Great Recession, embarks on a journey through the American West, Mm -hmm. living the life of a modern-day nomad. Mm -hmm. And then Promising Young Woman, which is like the revenge, avenging angels trope, um, coming back. Sound Mm -hmm. of Metal, which is um, about a heavy metal drummer whose life is thrown into freefall when he begins to lose his hearing. So that's interesting. Ooh, interesting. And then The Trial of the Chicago 7, more on the history of America, and its tragic past. So,
1: that you know, one's on Netflix, I know, because I keep seeing the ad. That's the one. That's the 2021 Oscar nominee that I was yeah. talking about. Yeah.
0: yeah. And so my sister watches Bill Mayer clip, who she's, like, obsessed with him now. Because if actually, if you watch a lot of his videos, like, personally, I sit back and I'm like, he does have, like, he does have some good arguments here. Like, not gonna lie, one of his arguments was saying, like, what happened to good movies? And not saying these movies aren't good, but, like, movies that don't make me feel bad about myself. Like, you know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Like, all of these movies are really... Like, feel-good movies, you mean? Yeah. Like, something lighter and
0: not deep and heavy. Exactly. Like, 2020 was a hard year. Mm -hmm. Did I need to feel guilty while watching Nomadland? Which I did not watch, but if I were to watch, would I feel guilty? A little. Yeah. Like, d- did I really need that in 2020? Do I need that any time of the year, to be honest? But I mean, like, 2020, especially when it was really, really tough. Like, yeah. is that the movie I wanted to watch? And even mm-hmm. Sound of Metal, like, this, watching this guy's dreams, like, like, obviously, he probably came back from it. But I mean, like, just watching yeah. that person go through that, or even The Father, really sad. Mm-hmm. Marilyn Dennis found it sad. Haven't seen it. Again, haven't seen any of these films. So who am I to really talk about them? But like... Mm-hmm. I think we've gotten into this really bad habit, and the Oscars, especially, and the Oscars is known for doing this. So I mean, it's not really surprising. Mm-hmm. Is you? I don't even know how to go about talking about it. Like, they're known for picking movies that are really that have a like deeper, maybe? like they're really deep, deep they're and like heavy. Heavy, yes, exactly. Like touch on important topics, but like exactly. So it's yeah. just and like that's what's seen as like the best movies of our you know of any movie being made like winning an oscar means like you're the best of the best but they're picking from such a like it's just just, such a small pond like it's very the same exactly and so (laughs) my sister and I were talking about it and I was like it's not surprising that these are the movies Peyton picked for the oscars but I mean there are so many better options out there and even the emmys right like they're very, I find with the Emmys, you're getting a lot of the same thing being nominated every year. A lot of the same brand. Like, the fact, like, when I look at this list, it's drama. It's yeah. not Best Picture, it's Best so Picture you're... in the drama category. That's
1: Yeah, because they have all those categories, right? Because they have Best Animated Film, they have Best, I don't even know, they don't air a lot of them, like, on TV. They do the, all those all
0: those awards off. Off screen, No, right? it's just Best Picture. It's okay. short film, Best Picture, and um, there a side Best Animated movie? Film. Other than that, they don't...
1: Because I thought they did a lot more awards, like, off screen
0: that you don't see. Mm-hmm.
1: Really? They do,
0: but it doesn't include other genres. So
1: that's they what... They have like, international like, films, I know that. Yeah, like the yeah, word. there's,
0: like, that stuff. So, I mean, it is, but it's, like, in compare. If you're making an action film, you might win an award for it, but is it going to hold the same, kind of the same, I don't know how to, what's the word I'm looking for here, but is it going to say hold the same, not, I think value is such a perceptive thing, so it's going to hold value to obviously the people who win it, mm-hmm. but like, in society, if you put like, like, I'm trying to think. Like Saturn Awards. Mm
1: -hmm. A lot
0: of what the Saturn Awards are, a lot of people probably don't even know that the Saturn Awards exist, but that's mainly for I wanna say it's for sci fi fantasy. Mm. But does it hold up in comparison to an Emmy? If I'm saying this person is a Saturn Award winning actor versus an Emmy Award winning actor, who are you more likely to hire? Who are you more likely to say, Ah, there's a good actor? Right? Mm,
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the reputation of the name. Like when you get Exactly. versus a smaller award
0: yeah and so yeah all these movies are good they're brilliant they're telling stories that need to be told but at the same time it's kind of like great but you know i don't want to coin it as depressing but it's depressing
1: so like maybe maybe instead of doing like a best picture category they do a best or if they're gonna do a best picture category maybe they need movies that aren't just
0: dramas
1: or, like, exactly. aren't such
0: heavy dramas.
1: Exactly. Now, maybe have a best rom-com section. A
0: rom-com, comedy, action, sci-fi, fantasy. Like, there's so many genres we're skipping out on that I would say are equally as good as some of the films nominated in this category. And in cons- considering other films in their genre, like, they're- I would consider them the best of the best. And I would even say... Like I would love to see Best Picture and a combination of different genres, and then have them subdivided into obviously, you know. But yeah. I mean, that's what kind of what the Golden Globes are about. Like you get kind of get the different genres with the Golden Globes, but even still, like it's not acknowledging a lot of different genres that are present in the entertainment realm. But my Bill Mayer made this really funny joke that my sister and I kind of laugh at. Is it's like when you go to the movie theaters to watch a movie especially with the movies of this year they were saying if you want to know who the villain is it's you you're looking at the villain when you look in a mirror because <laughs> you're not going through or you're not experiencing the same experiences that b- these people are right like it's kind of like it is kind of like making you feel kind of guilty like I go to, mm-hmm. you go to a movie theater for escapism and what am I get, like what am I escaping to real life and reality right of really tough things that exist in our world which I Sometimes, think is important yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Sometimes the the seeing the representation of something that you're going through on on the screen makes you feel less alone in it, and you're like, that oh, is also true. Other people feel this. Other people know about it. People write exactly. stories about
0: it. I'm not yeah. alone. Mm-hmm. I 100% agree. I think. Guess. Yeah, I think it's a huge aspect of the things we watch now. Like everything's about representation of whether that's of race gender sexuality like we're and even just of stories and experiences like we always crave more representation Mm -hmm. so I think that's a big thing to ask but once like why are those the only things that are considered the best of the best yeah you know what I mean why do they have
1: to take it to a new level of meaning right why like to be good
0: exactly mm-hmm. it's the idea of like why do i need to watch trauma on screen for it to be go- for it to be considered a good film mm-hmm. right is that what we're considering good mm-hmm. like is that a requirement like it needs to be political like think about it like all these films are political films it needs to have a hidden message yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 like our political like association i would say
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and that's what's considered groundbreaking But, I don't know. I I just think... It's a really interesting topic.
1: Really interesting thing to think about.
0: It really is. It's it's what are we coining as good? Are we coining something that's political, traumatic, a hard experience? Are we coining that as good and better than a lot of just the feel-good things we watch every now and then? Mm -hmm. Are we saying the acting is better than that? Mm -hmm. Are we saying the writing is better than that? Like... I think, because I watched a lot more TV, I'm more experienced in Emmy world, but I want to mm-hmm. know why superhero TV shows are not nominated for Emmys. I think there are certain episodes that were that would be on the same par. I'm not saying the whole show, mm-hmm. but there are certain episodes that could be on the same par as some of the episodes that are nominated
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the Emmys. like why are superhero movies not nominated? They don't win. They don't even get nominated for special effects sometimes. Like, That's ridiculous. Aven- now that I'm thinking movies. about it. Exactly. Like, Avengers movies are all green screen. They're like, all, lot-
1: they're also the highest, some of the highest grossing films in history. And they're just not. They nominated. have like some of the biggest fan bases. Yeah. What an interesting thought. This is a lot to think about.
0: Right? To I think, suggest. like, when you really think about it, you're like, wait a minute. Like, it's all of the same, as you know, that like meme where it's like, same thing, different fonts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's essentially what the best picture category is.
1: Like, I, I feel like it's it. the
0: same thing, different fonts.
1: Yeah. yeah. I will say, though, a lot of it also is perception based. Yep. So, not a, a lot art- of it. It is primarily perception based. It all yes, depends as on art your is. perception of it. Mm-hmm. So
0: exactly so that's just kind of like a thing my sister and i have been talking about but because after watching that bill Mayer video of like did we really need to watch these f- like you know like yeah, what yeah, yeah. happened to going to just watching something being like that was a good film i think it should be nominated for something Mm-hmm. You know, just because it was mm. a feel-good, good time. And people are going to come at me and they're going to say, but then what about this movie? I'm not saying it's never been done. I'm just saying it should be done more often.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because... Like more, it needs to be... It needs to be, um... I'm looking for a word here. Appreciated <laughs> more. Yes,
0: yes. Undervalued,
1: underappreciated.
0: Under... I yeah. 100% agree. Like, um... There are Little Women, one of my fa- I'm going to yeah. say this here so people can know. My two favorite films of all time are Pride and Prejudice, the Keira Knightley version, and Little Women, good. the Greta Gerwig version. Those are my two favorite films of all time. And Little Women is a very fun, cute little story, and it was nominated for an Oscar. So, I mean, or were they? I don't know if they were nominated for Best Picture, but they were nominated for some Oscars. So... I'm not saying it's never been done. I'm just saying it needs to, again, happen more often. Just the different, different genres, different. For sure, for sure. Yeah.
1: Different. More, we have broaden the spectrum of what you think is good, and yeah, up into more of the you know. Mhm. What people, what people will graze over.
0: Kind of exactly. Thing. That is true. Speaking mm-hmm. of. We talked on this list about Promising Young women and the idea... Promising Young Woman and the idea of the Avenging Angels Revenge trope. Mm-hmm. Um, Lauren, I'm going to let you take this away because you have bought this up. So I um, do uh, take this. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know what that trope is. It's just like... Uh, the Avenging Angels trope is just basically women who have been raped taking their revenge. Is is essentially what it is, which I got think it. is a good flow into our next topic. Got it, got it, got it. I tr- I tried to make the flow. Don't know if it worked. Because Maybe I when I cut pick it together. On it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when, when I cut it together it'll make sense. It'll work.
1: Yeah. So another thing I'm gonna be honest with you guys. We were thinking, we were brainstorming about what to talk mm-hmm. about this episode yep. and uh, we didn't have much because <laughs> right now there's a bit of a lull. I don't know everything. There I don't is. know. Not much happening. And well, there's a lot of happening, but not too. <laughs>
0: nothing we wanted to tackle here. Like some things are too big or too. Are we've already tackled them and they're just keeping yeah, yeah, yeah. on building new layers. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so something I think is really important that I I feel we should talk about is women's rights again and feminism and just appreciation of women because women are just they're great they're queens i love women So
0: beautiful.
1: and specifically i don't know if many people have heard about this but there was this joke it started as a joke i say joke with quotations and my eyes rolling back in my mm-hmm. head because it's not funny at all yeah it's really not funny Mm -mm. um but essentially these men on tiktok i believe it started on tiktok made this in quotations joke that april the 24th which was yesterday would be national (laughs) rape day oh uh we should probably do a trigger warning for rape
0: yeah
1: light trigger warning we won't talk just the mention of it but yeah um was national rape day and like all of these people men primarily I would say only men actually in the comment sections and whatnot would just be like having these gross conversations about it and I'm just like why do you feel the need why is this something that seems funny to you
0: (laughs) that's the question really
1: why do you think leaving someone absolutely traumatized wrecked and just like just destroying a person is is funny what about it is funny to you what about, what did we do to make you so insecure about yourself that you felt the need to attack
0: like that full swing, you know? I just, all I can do is shake my head. Because it's like, what really is going through your head at that moment to be like, ah, this is a funny joke. This one cracks me up. And I have a good laugh about this later. Like, what? And I think it's,
1: I, I, I'm almost certain. It's all in response to, because... Um, there's just been recently there's been a really out big pouring um, outpouring. Wow, that was not English. Let me start <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah. Recently, there's been a big outpouring of like, um, hate all men or us talking about how women talking about how it's not all men, but we say it's all men because it's all women. It's most men. It's enough men that The statistic from the UK, right, The 97% of women are assaulted Mm -hmm. or attacked Mm -hmm. or harassed
0: by men Mm -hmm. for
1: just simply existing, living their life. They don't do anything to provoke it. It just happens. And I think so
0: their egos were hurt or they were just taken back. The question is, when is their ego not hurt? Seems to be happening quite a bit. Fair enough um but i think it's just
1: they were like oh they're attacking us so we have to retaliate kind of idea mm. which is not true you we're not attacking you we're attacking the patriarchy patriarchy
0: the okay. patriarchal system we live in
1: the society we live on that has made it okay for men to think that they can do whatever they want whenever they want
0: girl don't get me them. started on the phrase boys will be boys
1: dealing with the oh i hate it so much
0: I could go on a rant about that one.
1: Boys will not be boys. Okay, you raise them with the yep. ideals. Yep. And then you excuse their behavior yep. by saying, oh, they're just boys. They'll learn. But then oh. with, uh, girls, little girls get repercussed and,
0: and, and
1: you know, told yeah. to act better.
0: If you want to know how I feel listen to Dua Lipa's song, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> like, that's literally, like, she could, literally couldn't have phrased it better. Because, yes. Maybe say it for the for the people, uh, if they haven't heard it. Do you know the phrasing? Ooh. Well, Boys Will Be Boys by Dua Lipa is a bop off her new album, Future mm-hmm. Nostalgia. Let me pull up the lyrics for you. So, um, I'll just read a couple of lines here. Mm -hmm. it said it's second nature to walk home before the sun goes down and put your keys between your knuckles when there's boys around isn't it funny how we laugh it off to hide our fear when there's nothing funny here sick intuition that they taught us so we won't freak out we hide our figures and doing anything to shut their mouths we smile away tease attention so it doesn't go south and then um yeah and it says, when will we stop saying things because they're all listening? No, the kids ain't all right. Oh, and they do what they see because it's all on TV. Oh, the kids ain't all right. And then she keeps going, boys will be, boys will be, boys will be, boys will be, boys. But girls will be women. And that's just the first, the first yeah. verse in chorus. You did it to them. them. Yeah, she really did. And now she should. She
1: should. We need more women like that. Just call out people. Call out everyone. Because.
0: Not relevant. I- but I just wanna say that I'm in love with Dua Lipa. If I've ever married and Dua Lipa was like, Hey, do you ever wanna <laughs> get together, I would get a divorce straight away for just for her. <laughs> just for Dua. Just Dua. for her. Her Grammy's performance still gives me life. Alongside J Lo and Shakira's Super Bowl performance. But other than that, yeah. Just <laughs> I watch that I watch that bi monthly just to give me, you know. Fair enough. As you should anyways <laughs> yeah
1: so i think it's this we're at a really large turning point in society for a lot of things yep. and primarily just like breaking down the systemic um i don't I, i'm looking for a word um, injustices
0: or favoritism favoritism of, of one gender over the other
1: or race one yep. race over the other in your mind because exactly. it's all it all stems from like society and how it how how it was built because obviously
0: yeah well there's there's the exactly there's the phrase like people aren't born I'll use racism for example like people aren't born Mm -hmm. racists they're made into racists like you know what I mean it's they're taught by the people and especially when you're young you're so impressionable Mm -hmm. because you don't like honestly you don't know better when you're three like what are you to know Right? like you, If you're raised a certain way, that's probably what you're going to believe until you're taught differently. And until you start kind of going out laughing. into the world and being like, what do I actually believe aside from what I've been taught my whole life? So there's that idea. I think I was told this example and I won't use names just because obviously, but I was told this by someone I was talking to and she was like, um, she had a daughter and her daughter... I don't know the grade, but she was in a really young grade, and a little boy in her class was making really racist comments. Mm-hmm. The boy's, like, 10.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's probably not going to hear that at school, most likely. And unless it comes from... Unless standard, it comes from, you know, uh, from teachers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's hearing that stuff from his family. Being taught that stuff, it's, it's your parents' opinions being pushed onto you and I'm not saying that you can't branch away from that because a lot of people do yeah but it just for, takes a
1: lot of self-realizing to do that
0: it Which really not does. everyone
1: can yeah. can do
0: that and so it's just I, I I have no words for for that because honestly like hearing that and hearing that people think that's a fun joke to make is astounding to me especially in 2021, you think we'd be better off, which, I mean, am I really surprised at this point? No. Would I like it to be better? Yes. But I'm going to go on a little bit of tangent here, and here's an unpopular opinion.
1: Okay.
0: I wouldn't say I'm a feminist. By the definition of the woke North American standard.
1: Okay, what's the woke North American standard?
0: It's the... And I feel like this is a stereotype that comes often. Is mm which I can go into later, I'm not, I'm not explaining myself well here. Um, it's the idea that like, I, at the co- of the core of why I believe I, we need to be equal. Mm-hmm. We need to be equal. We need, we need equality in everything and pay in society, in life, in just mm-hmm. in general. But I think sometimes what happens with woke North American feminism is what happens is people start to believe that one needs to start becoming more than the other. Oh yeah, and I'm not saying that's inevitable that's no,
1: not what we want
0: that's what happens when you oppress someone for too long when you oppress a group mm-hmm. of people for too long they're going to want to regain that power back and the only way they can think of regaining that power back is becoming more powerful than the other person mm-hmm. and so at the end of the day we're just going to keep going this vicious cycle of what someone's going to try and be more powerful than the other because they were oppressed for a certain amount of time and I'm not saying like it's a bad thing to want that power but I'm not saying that someone can be better than the other person yeah. i'm a i'm a feminist in the way that i want equality and i want people i just want to be considered on the same I, level that a man is That's I would be all i'm asking for i would i would go a step further and
1: i would say i want equity because equity yes. is, is more than just equality it's making sure it everyone can be on the same level no yes. matter their differences in societal class or whatnot you know yeah like they're given all the same opportunities and whatever they need to help them thrive to exactly. help them yes and no one person is marginalized
0: which is a exactly. long way away, but, yes yeah. and so but i however i do not buy into the idea that one needs to be more powerful than the other and i feel like it gets into tricky territory when people a lot of people start to Think that, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's happening a lot more. I think or... that's the biggest
1: stereotype, though. It's and getting I, scary, and it's where I think a lot of um, I want to say men or people who don't understand the feminist the feminist perspective. That's like, oh, we just want equality. And they're like, no, 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 they want to take over. They want they want it to make it seem like they're better. Yeah, but we don't. We really don't. We just yeah. want to be considered the
0: same. The same.
1: Considered equal to you.
0: Yes. Not below but you. Not less exactly. human.
1: Just consider me a human being.
0: Yes. That and exist
1: for myself only and not for that you. That
0: is true. That is true. So I think speaking on that and on an extension of that is there's the idea that, you know, you're when you're fe- like, you're not a feminist if you want to be if you want to subscribe to the traditional way that things are done, so you want to be a housewife, then you're not mm-hmm. a feminist. And I think that's what, and I think that's, so, that's sometimes what happens and it's really scary when things like that are said, because why? I think it's
1: just, you know what I mean? I think, yeah, there's a very skewed version of feminine, fem, uh, feminism and stuff like that. It's not that you can't, it's, we're pushing for you to be able to do what you want the choice is yours yeah Not i agree you are restricted to someone else's idea of yeah. what who who or what you should be or who or what what you should be doing with your life or your choices yeah is that the, the downward center of it it's your life you make the decision it should be yeah. yours
0: yeah I, I to do it. 100% agree. I think one of the best parts is having equal rights is having the ability to choose. Whether that wants to be, I just want, I want to be considered on the same level in this career. Or I want to get these same opportunities. It could be like, I also want to have the option and the choice to be like, I'm going to stay home and not have someone frown upon that. Like, oh, you're just staying at home and doing nothing. No, being at home is a job. Yeah, It is. You're working full time to take care of a house, take care of your children, take care of your relationship and your husband. Like, it is a job, and I and I will fight people that say it isn't and saying it's
1: honestly just do what you want. All we want is to be able to have to not second guess everything we do, because I was talking about my mom about with this to my mom about this, and I was like, "Isn't it?" I was telling her. One of my friends was telling me another story. um, And I was like, isn't it so sad that I can't just walk like home alone in the evening? Like I have to be with someone. It's tragic. Or I could be snatched or whatever. And my mom goes, oh yeah. Um, I, when I was in my twenties, I used to walk with my car keys in between my hands. And I used to have um, all these things, XYZ." and I was like, that's so sad and she's like yeah it was just something I didn't even think about I just did it it was subconscious for 20 years she did that and I was like that's yeah
0: and she's... I will I will say this
1: It's crazy to me
0: people are gonna be like oh whatever like you're mm-hmm. one in a million but I felt growing up here's me sharing my truth I mm-hmm. never felt once that I didn't have the same opportunity that a man did growing up not that's once good. and I and that's such a good thing that I can say that is, I never felt like, oh, I'm a woman, I can't do that. I mm-hmm. never felt that. I never once felt that. The only time I felt it is in high school, I did I did a lot of extracurriculars, which we know. Mm-hmm. My, my youth pastor used to say, you need to stop clubbing um, <laughs> 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 because... I was like literally in every club in high school, um, and I was a, a president of a lot of those clubs. And as a president, you have to make tough decisions. Not going to be what everyone likes, and you learn really early on <laughs> that you can't please everyone. And it is the hardest thing to mm-hmm. the hardest thing to tackle. And we can talk about that eventually. Is finding a way to make hard decisions, um, because it sucks. Because then the people who don't get what they want say a bunch of things. Yeah. Especially in high school, it's just not a good time. Um, <laughs> yeah. But. I will say this, is when I did make a tough decision, I think I was viewed differently than than a man would be if he made that decision. I'm being completely Mm -hmm. honest. I think when people, because I had a lot, a little bit of power, I'm not going to, like, power, what is that? It's high school. But, like, I had the ability to make those decisions. And because I had to make the tough decisions and I had to be strict with people, like, hey, you need to show up. It's your responsibility to be there. And I don't want to be, like, that, I mean, like... I'm gonna swear a lot in this next section. I don't want to be like that asshole, but like, you need to show up. Like, come on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not your mom. You show made up. A commitment. Show do what up. you need to do. And so sometimes when I made those hard decisions, I was really strict. I was seen as a bitch. And that's that's how it, that's, how it's, that's how it's viewed. That's like that's what happens a lot of time to women in power, and I think. Again, not saying I was in power. It was high school, but like but you, you did didn't
1: have more power than the rest than the rest then. of the so people in the club.
0: So in yes, some sort of yeah. yeah. When you're <laughs> yeah, when you're leading a club, you do have a little bit of pl- a little bit of power and control. Um, and I don't think, and I've seen men make the same decisions in the clubs they were a part of, and they were never viewed that way. And then there was gossip about it. People were talking and complaining behind my back. Like it was a whole like it's mm-hmm. a whole ordeal. And then like. And that's my pet peeve. I hate the double, it really double standard. It really is. And I hate when I hate when people are not upfront with me. I'm the type of person I'm like, if you have a problem with me, come talk tell to me. me. Yeah. Like tell me. And it's my pet peeve when you go and talk behind my back or you tell someone else and then you don't come and you tell me or like you clearly have like something to say to me, but like you go and you like talk to someone else about it and then you come and talk to me. No, mm-hmm. straight up. Like I want to I would love to have that conversation with you. I'm always open to having a conversation. Please approach me. Don't talk behind my back. Just come tell me how you feel. Let's work it out. Mm-hmm. Over and done with. So Be grown-ups things... about
1: it.
0: Exactly. So let's talk about it. And I think that's, I think that is something that's really annoying. So I'm going to say I never struggled to get my foot in the door, but I struggled when I was actually in the room. Is that, a... does that make sense?
1: It does make sense. It does make sense. So Uh, and I think that's a really positive thing and that speaks to society's ability to grow and change because mm
0: -hmm.
1: ten years ago you probably wouldn't have even been exactly at the club unless you founded
0: it. Exactly. So I know my experience is gonna be different going into the industry that I'm going into, but I mean it's just positive things, positive things for that essentially hold the same standard for everyone that's all i want in general equality equity in every sense of the word for every group Mm -hmm. marginalized group minority group however you want to put it i think that's what everybody wants but it does get into tricky territory when you're like i want to be higher than the other which um which does happen
1: I've, I just oh, want to add comments. an important stop to this to anyone who's listening and they feel they could do better or they want to do better but they don't know how I would say the most important thing to do is to um, first of all identify it identify that you have prejudices embedded mm-hmm. in your mind not because you put them there just because they're there mm-hmm. because of a number of reasons potentially but you have to be good enough at calling yourself out and like self-reflecting and self-actualizing and like realizing oh okay wait I might have done something wrong here or this thing that I'm thinking might be negative to some people so I need to address it and I need to figure out how to make it so I either don't think those things again or replace it with something better
0: yeah you know half of those conversations it's important and
1: have those like, conversations with people in your lives too
0: yeah so all out
1: your friends call out your family don't you don't have to make it a nasty fight but just yeah hey
0: i don't I'm know gonna... lives, yeah but yeah i'm gonna make i've been making a lot of bold statements you're really seeing my politics come through in this episode um <laughs> i'm gonna make this bold statement and people are gonna hate me for it and they're gonna be like oh i'm never gonna see you the same is that my pet peeve of COVID-19 was people who were like, if you're if you're homophobic, racist, uh, misogynistic, I mean this in the kindest way possible, I don't like you, unfollow me. Mm-hmm. and I'm about to explain myself on why that's my puppy. I hate when people do that. And this is my reasoning. Because when people hurt people hurt people, mm-hmm. the reality of it is, is people are probably homophobic, racist, because those are the people, etc because they aren't the people that you that they surround themselves with
1: we've Mm -hmm. fallen
0: into this really bad habit of us surrounding ourselves with people who who have the same ideas that we do and beliefs that we do and Mm -hmm. that is and it's going to become hard for us to function as a society if we keep doing that we need to diversify the people that we're around we need to have people who have different beliefs that beliefs as us even if you disagree on the idea of pineapple on pizza like you (laughs) like you know what i mean it needs to there needs to be some because that's he's, what makes us a human a functioning human body is the fact that we don't quite agree on everything and that's yeah. okay just and be I civil
1: think, and be kind
0: exactly treat people with kindness <laughs> But what again Hairstyles. styles at best <laughs> i mean he's really been a prominent figure in my life lately my sister calls him my my side piece as i've said on the before on the show before tom holland is my husband he'll never stop being my husband so hairstyles styles is my side piece anyways
1: (laughs) and (laughs) duoliva is the woman you would leave (laughs) with them both (laughs) i have a lot of british
0: people just (laughs) you really have the british trump going on i know i know My sister calls it a phase. I just call it my existence. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So, really and truly. So, I don't... And the reason why I don't like when people say that is because then who are those people going to have conversations with? The people who do think that way need to have... And I'm not saying that you need to be, like, best friends, buddy-buddy with those people because that is going to be detrimental to your mental health. So, please don't, (laughs) like... But I think you need to, who are those people going to have those conversations with? Because if you're cutting them off as friends, then they're going to feel more isolated. And then they're going to keep thinking those thoughts. They need to be, you need to be initiating those conversations or they need to, like you just Mm -hmm. need to be reaching out. And I think that if those conversations aren't had and aren't started, Mm -hmm. and if they're just like really redundant on making change and seeing where they're wrong, and you've been doing this for like, 10 years of your life and you're like you know what not even Fair ten years. just five years whatever however long it takes just just know something important
1: yeah. to know if you're gonna think these things is that you are not responsible for their actions nor their thoughts or feelings yeah you're only responsible for yourself and
0: your actions your how your mind how you are you that know? is another thing because don't get it twisted because that's exactly because then that happens the other way and that's where we have things like abortion becoming illegal banned on gay marriage and that's when that territory starts to kind of go to the fullest extent we're like okay maybe not where we want to end up because that's not okay um but I just I don't think I think those people need to be Really close with those people if that's really hurtful to you, but I also don't think it's fair to say, "Oh, you need to get out of my life." I can't even look at you. I can't talk to you. Don't shut
1: them. Don't shut them down if they're willing to talk.
0: If they're willing to have a conversation. That is true. That is true. So, and I they want to do better, you know. Exactly, and I saw that a lot during the election. Is people are like, if you're voting for Trump, the U.S.
1: the U.S. uh, election,
0: the U.S. election. I should specify. Sorry. We live in Canada. We're not having election until next year.
1: I don't know. Uh, We should figure that out because we will be able to. Because we will be able to
0: vote. (laughs) I always tell my sister, I'm like, I can't wait to vote. Like I've been waiting to vote my entire life. I'm so excited. I'm that nerdy person that was like, I can't wait till I'm 18 so I can vote. Anyways, um, it's like the joy of my life to be able to vote. But anyways, not relevant. Um. But I just think, I I saw that a lot during the U.S. election. People were like, well, if you're voting for Trump, we can't even talk. If you think Trump's okay, we can't even talk.
1: But in reality... Politics is very polarizing, especially right now, because we've gotten to the state of things, I think, as a society, at least in North American society. I think it's pretty central Mm -hmm. to the rest of society, too, like the world, where you can't have an argument. Mm. Or a debate, yeah. Or you can't have a differing opinion. You just—it's just like you're either right if you are that person and you see things that way, or you're wrong because you have a different opinion. Yes, which is not I really true.
0: Couldn't have phrased it better myself. Yeah, because yes, like I read things like that. Going, I'm so sorry. I have family members that would vote for Trump. I'm just being a hundred percent honest. And would I cut them off? No, they're my family. I love them. Do we disagree about that fully? Do we still get along mm-hmm. every day? Yes. That, maybe down the line I'm going to have friends who would have voted for Trump. And I'm not... Like, it just... I don't want to cut those people off. They're friends. They're people I love. Hold them accountable, but just don't. Like, I you think we can remove. differ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it gets... As my sister my sister said this last week, she said, don't get into an echo room where you surround yourself with people who are only saying the same things that you. So when you say yeah. something... It's just bouncing off the walls is essentially what it is. Then it will never grow or learn. or Exactly, because in reality our world isn't one... We're not all one people. We Mm -hmm. all don't believe the same things. And so you can surround yourself as best as possible but then you're going to get into a workplace where you can't control who you're surrounded by. And it's going to be really hard to get along with people who you don't agree with. And Mm -hmm. it can be something as small as disagreeing on how you should do the proposal for something and build a presentation Mm -hmm. but you're going to suck at handling that situation because your whole life you've been surrounded by like-minded people so and honestly I will if anything's come out of a public education system that's one thing I'm really thankful for is I was constantly surrounded by people who had different genders races religions beliefs etc as me
1: yeah
0: exactly so it was that I think that's like one joy I take Exactly, Mm -hmm. and being, is coming out of a public education system. It
1: can lead to really cool things, because you learn really cool things. It's not all negative
0: can be positive. Yes, so, said a lot of political things in this episode. Talked a lot about things that are happening right now. Talked, this was a pretty heavy episode. It's funny that we went from last week's episode being kind of light to this week, like, we're really tuning in. People are. I'm not. People are gonna disagree with what I said. People might disagree with what with what we said, and you know what? We open. We open up the floor to conversations like that. DMS, mm. leave us a review. We would love to have conversations with you because I'm always willing to change and learn. Because I might have said something now that three years from now I can completely not believe in. Because exactly. my beliefs are always changing. What I believe in is always shifting. Is I've. We're growing I've, as people. Exactly, and I've. Yeah.
1: not meant to stay the same the only constant thing in life this is like the most cliche quote ever (laughs) the only constant thing in life is change so get used to it
0: make that into a pinterest picture and send it to us thanks (laughs) i'm sure it already exists because i'm not the first that is true that is true so I mean, I always say this. I say I love listening to other people's experiences and their thoughts on things because I feel like that's a different perspective to the ones that I have and I've built. Mm-hmm. And so I love having conversations with people. Conversations with people, even if we're like yelling at each other. Like, oh, I completely. Colleen and I get into it all the time. My mom hates it. She's like, can you guys just? Shh? Why are you yelling at each other? We're like, Mom, we're having a we're having a very heated debate about this topic we completely disagree <laughs> on, and we'll never we'll never agree on it. But we'll always have those conversations and it's always nice to have another perspective whether either of us like it or not but you know yeah i think that's the best thing about growing up in a family where none of us <laughs> have the same beliefs excuse me mm-hmm. besides i mean the fundamentals. anyways we're on time it's been a good one y'all it's been a really deep it. one it's Having been a deep one we hope you gain something from this conversation yeah and you know
1: yeah, that's I don't know what I was gonna <laughs> say.
0: I was really waiting for like a climactic moment of that, where you were going with that. Okay. I I also love that. Not really relevant, but that we're getting closer to it actually being Thursday, so we're recording it closer to when it will air. So the things we talk about are mo- are mo- relatively relevant. There, relatively yeah. relevant. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever that was. Anyways,
1: alliteration.
0: We, yes. And also, relative and relevant. <laughs> really love it. Really love it. Um. Anyways, follow us on Instagram, because we all the posting, things
1: posting we only stuff. Ha- been,
0: oh. yeah. we only have an Instagram account. So Follow us on Instagram to keep, <laughs> yeah, to be updated. We, yeah, we haven't really been good at keeping up with our Instagram. But now it's summer, but now it's summer. We so don't we're gonna have, be on top of it.
1: We don't have crippling amounts of schoolwork anymore, so. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> that's really what it
1: is we'll be able to be more creative this summer
0: exactly we're gonna give you guys some good instagram content please leave a review i don't like we love list. we love hearing from you please mm-hmm. dm us if you ever want to have a chat especially after this episode um oh we would goodness. love to talk with you yeah we would just we love to hear Do from all the you. things. yeah do all the things please and thanks um the singing will be gone for next week. <laughs> I can mm, guarantee I that. I should, I so there's that stay. to look forward to. I think it should stay. Okay.
1: Tune in next week to see if it stays. Weeks to see if, or if it stays.
0: Or goes. Our, our comment on Instagram posts if you want the singing to stay.
1: <laughs> I know I do. I want it to stay.
0: <laughs> this is so. really... And then maybe before I record each episode, I'll just watch comments in on The X Factor. I- <laughs> <And that's... laughs> be an inspiration yeah. point to get me going for sure. for sure have a good have a good cry and then come record it anyways we don't know <laughs> how to end we always end up talking for more minutes okay oh. we're ending it now leave a review okay. subscribe we love you guys toodles, toodles. <laughs> we were completely off but anyways it's fine Bye. Thanks for stopping by. Subscribe to It Should Be Easy anywhere you find your podcasts. And come back every other Thursday for a new episode. And to keep up to date, please don't forget to subscribe to our Instagram at It Should Be Easy, the podcast.